0: today's episode of the gold cast is sponsored by scotch tape are you tired of using nails are you tired of using thumbtacks to hold things up on your walls thumbtacks was a previous sponsor by the way then try our brand new more aggressive sponsor scotch tape available at any hardware store near you now ray before we get started why don't you tell us where can we where can they find us
1: you can like us on Facebook.com at Facebook.com/slash the gold. Let me start over. <laughs> you can like us at Facebook.com/slash the goldcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at the goldcast, as well as follow us on Twitter at the goldcast underscore. You can also subscribe to us via iTunes, YouTube, and Stitcher, all under the same name the gold cast and make sure to hit that subscribe button on the ladder three because that way you'll get notifications when we go live after we record which is awesome because then you can listen to us whether you're on stitcher or you're on the ios platform you can get your itunes fix android is youtube and stitcher doesn't matter get a device I love scotch tape. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. We're, we're about to get into this, man. We're going to start, obviously, with the big news of the day. Warriors uh, going 12-0. and Then we're going to get into this Warriors-Cavs beef and what we think about it, because I think this beef is getting for real. And I love it. I love how it tastes. Nothing tastes better than rivalries. And then once we get past the rivalries, we're going to talk a little bit about the big rumor that Colin Kaepernick might be going to the Seattle Seahawks. Ray, have you heard this? This is uh yeah. We're going to talk about this uh, this Colin Kaepernick karma that I think is destined to happen if he goes there. Kind of crazy, right?
1: It'll kind of be a a nice little. It'll be a nice little, I guess, swan song because that's probably what will end his years unless he just does a one year stint. I think it'll be a nice way for him to kind of get back into the league you stay on the west coast you kind of pull uh, kevin durant and lebron james um not necessarily by choice but but because nobody else wants you and seattle is a decent fit because russell wilson is
0: whoa, whoa, whoa hold on before we before we do that raymond let's let's do the intro to the gold cast uh, okay <laughs> all right gold cast here we go let's get busy san francisco are you this is the
1: Goldcast. In the not too distant future, that should be our intro. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, here we go. Boom! Welcome to another edition of the Goldcast. We are the Voice of the Bay. I'm your host, Rudy Salista III, and with me is my brother, my co-host, Raymond Salista I,
1: baby
0: baby beria beria all right so let's get into this man let's start with the biggest story of the day warriors spurs western conference finals it is over and done the warriors have gone 12 and 0 they are the first team in nba history to go undefeated
1: another record how many records has this team set within the last like 3 or 4 years incredible.
0: First team to go 12-0 and after last year breaking the single season record for most regular season wins. I mean, it's just insane, man. Steph Curry has willed himself to this level. You know, he was always really good, but man, where they are and what they've managed to do and what Kevin Durant now means to this team, Kevin Durant is really hit a stride and a confidence. You know, it's, it's just really exciting, man. This is just, it's an insane... Time to be a sports fan in the Bay. Mm-hmm.
1: You know what? Said, it, better myself.
0: Yeah, you know, it's just really, it's, <laughs> it's it's really dope, man. I mean, it's really, it's super impressive. I can't believe what what's happening. It's just, it's just incredible, man. It's well, I just. Th- well, I uh, think it's
1: fair to say that the last time we saw an era this good was with you know, the last two stints from the Lakers. Because not even the Celtics' run, you know, several, You know, eight years prior to was as good as this. They went to back-to-back championships, but they lost one of those, and, you know, then they kind of fizzled out uh, fairly short, and then, the, you know, the big three got broken up. But the Kobe era was probably the last time that a team was this good, and before that, it was the, you know, Jordan era and before that it was the Magic Johnson era so and I don't count Cleveland because I don't know they're kind of fucking whack
0: (laughs) (laughs) so let's get into that for a second this this shit between us and the Cavs man this this shit is real right now this is like really real the okay so I was at the bar the other day and I was working and this dude was in there and he was watching and it was game two against Cavs and Celtics right and, uh, he, you know, he's he's watching the game and I'm noticing. But then I look down and realize he's wearing a Cavs shirt. And I said, oh, you're a Cavs fan, huh? And me and him are cool. Like, this dude's name is Chris. Like, we're talking the whole time. He's a nice guy, cool dude. And uh, he goes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why, you a Cavs fan too? I said, no, man, I'm from San Francisco. And his, like, eyes glazed over. And he was like dude and it just like it got so twisted between us it. It like hella fast it got super twisted guy was like he's like dude he goes man he goes you guys he goes i know you guys you guys think you're so dope man he goes but i'm telling you straight bro he goes kevin durant does not make your team that much better i said
1: yeah he does oh Quite a oh
0: bit of- <laughs> oh my god are you serious? I said, well, you know, if you want to get— It's wanna... his,
1: historically significant. <laughs> How much better yeah. you
0: we, yeah, we we Yeah, exactly. I, went, I said this to him. I said, well, man, if you want to get honest, bro, I go, I think this is one of the weakest teams LeBron James has ever gone into the post with. You guys have no defense. Let, let me ask you a question. This is what I asked the guy. So I said, let me ask you a question. LeBron James. I go, it—what— what are you what is your team going to honestly do? I'm just asking honestly. I, you know, not trying to be a dick, I'm just asking honestly. What what are you guys going to do defensively to stop the foreheaded monster of the warriors? And you know what this dude told me? What did he say? This guy said, "I don't think defense is really going to matter that much in the next round." Okay. And then he said, yeah, and then he said, I believe the Cavs are going to beat you in six games. He goes, and I don't think defense is going to really mean it, matter much at all.
1: Oh, so it's just going to be an all-star game where it's just offense against offense. Yeah, that's exactly what it's going to be. Yeah, good good thinking, good thinking. Did you tell him to go get his fucking shine box after that?
0: <laughs> you know, here, you here was the thing, man. I was like... This shit is so real between us. I told I told my buddy who also lives in LA, who's a diehard Dodgers fan. I was like, you know, if LeBron James was playing the Dodgers, I would root for the Dodgers right now. Out this, I mean that that like ignorant ass Cavalier bullshit. Oh God, it drives yeah, me crazy. I would
1: too. I'd root for the Cubs. I'd root for Seattle. I'd root for Tom Brady. Although God, that would be that'd be a pretty hard toss up, but. Well, actually, I took that Tom Brady one back. Maybe I wouldn't. Maybe I'd root for LeBron.
0: <laughs>
1: Somebody throw uh, that just, tight end
0: quick! I, it just, man, it's just, this is really real, man. This is, and you know, just depending on where we are in the year, depending on where we are in the season, you know, it just it, that will determine kind of where we're at. And right now, for me, LeBron James, my hatred for this team. Is at an all-time apex, and it's because we're in. The, we're, we all know where this is headed, and I'll tell you what: I just watched a team without Isaiah Thomas come back from t- down twenty-one points and put up a defensive stopping on a team that I was just told by the Cavs by Cavs fans is not that defense isn't going to matter by, and yeah, they and just the got stopped.
1: Gassed. He looked gassed. He looked lethargic at times. He looked unmotivated and. He just, and he was also, he was like, I don't know if it was, I wouldn't even call it rookie LeBron. He was just did not look confident. He was hesitating on shots and actually just kind of distributing it and not opting to take the big shot. And I don't know if that's because he felt he was gas and because he knew he didn't have, I don't know. He, I mean, I, obviously he's good enough that, you know, the odds are he's probably going to bounce back pretty strongly in the next game, but. That was very, I was very surprised at his lackluster performance. I mean, if he has a typical LeBron game, they win that game by, you know, at least double figures. So, you know, he only had, I think he finished the game with 10 points. He's been averaging like close to, I think, 30, 30 plus. He was,
0: Uh, he was, he was scoreless in the, uh, he was scoreless in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, and I think part part of it was defense because the Celtics played great defense. This was a team that is coached by a guy who's really big on defense the same way Steve Kerr is and Greg Popovich is. He just needs a better cast of players to really kind of consistently do it. I mean, well, I mean he needs he needs a couple more stars to really get over the hump, but but he, he they did end up, you know, banging out the number 1 seed in the East, which is, you know, which is that's something to be that's commendable for sure but at the same time um lebron was just not lebron in that last game and it was so great to see because i just love seeing lebron lose did you see did you see mike rappaport's video
0: no no
1: he, he posted a video uh of the last seconds in the fourth quarter and he's he's standing is he denny ayellowing Yep, <laughs> yeah, he is. He is
0: exactly. <laughs> I, I knew it already. I knew it already. I oh, love Mike Rap. Was amazing. I love rap, dude. He's 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 so dope. Yeah, this this shit is really real right now, and I love it. I love nothing more. And you know, too, that you're, in sports, your your hatred. For for your the enemy has to be as equal to your love for your own team. Part of sports and part of being a sports fan, being a sports man, is hating that other team. That is important to hate that other team. That is just part of what we do. You know, and I love it, man. I love it. Absolutely love it. I love hating that other team. Nothing gets nothing gets me more hype than to hate Hated hey LeBron, uh, LeBron James and the Cavs right now. And that that moment between me and that guy, and then when I afterwards, I was like, Man, I would really root for the Dodgers over this team right now, made me go, that's where this is. Like, this rivalry is it right now. This is Seattle Seahawks 49ers. This is this is, you know. Giants Phillies after after the 2010 season, you know we got in that huge fist fight with them in 2011. I mean that still wasn't that big, you know, as intense. Uh, may, maybe closer to when Dodgers Giants were fighting in 2014, our last our last run when we almost played them in the post, and we were fighting for for the NL West then. But that's what this is right now. They just drive me crazy. Their fans drive me crazy. LeBron James. LeBron James. I have to admit, I probably out of all the sports athletes that out there i would say maybe the only one or two guys that ever get under my skin like him is richard sherman or russell wilson and russell wilson for so many things i won't even say on here because it's nothing but expletives but richard sherman obviously because of, you know he just he just talks so much shit but Should lebron man he is man and lebron he he's I don't, like, I don't like how he's like always passive-aggressively deals with everything on Twitter or in the, in the press. I, I don't understand why he can't just go have a conversation behind closed doors like an adult. I, I think, I find, I find, I feel like a lot of his behavior to me comes off really insecure and petty. And uh, you know, Bill Simmons was talking about how he's, he's a whiner. And he's like, oh, God, he's such a whiner. Always whining about all of his calls. I, I, he just drives me nuts. He out of all out of all like the big guys, the Kobe Bryant's, the the Michael Jordans, the Magic Johnsons of the world. I I can't I can't really say I've ever seen a more polarizing basketball player than LeBron James. You either love LeBron James or you hate LeBron James, and I am definitely in that camp where I hate LeBron James. I have rooted against this guy every single postseason. I want nothing more than for this next round to come and for the Warriors to rip the soul of this team out and finally stand back on top win the rubber match this is our era i believe it's our era i believe we're gonna win and i just want to see i want to see cleveland go down
1: yeah i I mean i love it because cleveland's such a whack-ass place i'm like yes i love i love how he loses and then the whole town loses too that's so mean to say, because now the whole Cleveland's gonna be like, dude, fuck that guy Ray on that Goldcast shit. <laughs> he hits, he
0: hey, our the, whole city. <laughs> the, the 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 yeah, the the one thousand people in Cleveland right now tuning into the Goldcast. Because yeah.
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> there's such a such a strong following we have in Cleveland, I just alienated all of our Cleveland listeners.
0: We we just lost all our Cleveland fan base there right there. Go. That was that was.
1: There they go, single tier, single tier. That's me carrying. Look at, look at all the fucks I give. <laughs>
0: they they were they were sitting there they were sitting there going, man, I love the gold cast. Wait, what? what you How just do say? they? Man, what did they just?
1: Screw the show.
0: <laughs> I'm off this thing, man. This is whack. Yeah, this is whack. <laughs> we apologize to all of our our Cleveland Cavalier fans that have just been just so intensely supporting us for the last several yep. years, and we we've, exactly. we've now lost you all. Yeah, and, but uh,
1: and in fact, let me let me clarify by saying no, we don't apologize.
0: We don't to the one guy who's from Cleveland listening to us right now. We don't apologize. You can turn it off right now. We're not offended. Um, give me your thoughts on the final game against San Antonio. Hey, let's talk about this for a second. But before that, sorry. Hey, give me your final thoughts. Hold on, let me cut you off, Ray. Uh, so, um, what I want to say this, how classy are those Spurs fans man they were chanting go spurs go with 30 seconds left standing ovation cheering repeating manu's name this team just got swept if that was any other city man if that was Houston if that was i i saw them do this in Miami remember when Miami just walked out of game of game 4 when they got swept by San Antonio they didn't even stick around they were just like we're out you know, oh, where's the bandwagon going? Let's hop on there and get out of here. And San Antonio stood up. They gave a, a, a standing ovation. They were cheering go Spurs go in the face of all that defeat. what? A, how many other cities would do that? I, I'd say New York wouldn't do it. Boston, Boston depends. It really depends. Boston would do that. It just depends. You know what I mean? Like if like if it's if it's if it's what they think is going to be the last game, their fans would sit there and, and and root for them. Um, you know, I don't even know. I don't know. We've never we haven't really been tested like that. I don't know if if Golden State would, but just the fact that San Antonio I put it up if you go on to the Goldcast uh, Instagram page I guys I, I put up this little post about Manu and I was just so blown away by the fact that this team they gave a standing o and they were cheering go Spurs go with with the the timer counting down and it being very obvious that this team was about to get lose and lose pretty badly you know by double digits just the fact that that fan base stood by their team, that that to me, I love that. And you know what? I ho- I hope we I hope our city, excuse me I hope our city always shows that kind of support. We know you know we show that kind of support on the Goldcast. We we this is the voice of the Bay. We are fandom. The mo- we are the completely biased opinion. That is what you listen for. That's what you want to hear. That's what we're about. And when I saw that, that was that was champion to me. What did you think?
1: Uh, I thought pretty much the exact same thing. I mean, San Antonio fans have been awesome. Manu's used to be one of my favorite players back in the day. Um, I used to, I just loved how he was just, just, I just thought he was such an awkward player. He also, I thought he looked dope when he had really long hair. Um, I I don't know. I I always liked that look. Like Steve Nash had that look. Dirk Nowitzki had that long hair look. Um, uh, coincidentally, all Caucasian dudes. But um, Manu, uh, he had this really awkward style of play where everything was really off balance. It looked like he was always about to fall, but somehow, some way, he got the pass off or he got the layup, you know, whether it was a right hand or a left hand, he shot, he's made tons of big three point shots throughout the day. And he humbly took a step down to come off the bench when uh, Pop asked him to do so, didn't even whine or bitch about it, you know, and that same attitude is obviously prevalent in the Warriors team because they come from, a, they're coached by a guy who preaches the Pop philosophy, albeit a little bit more refined and different with this cast of characters, but very, very much still in principle the Popovich way. And uh, I thought it was terrific. I mean, you talk about fans that are just you know enjoying the game for what it is, sending their team on a swan song, knowing that they didn't have a fighting chance, but they were going to come out and give it their best regardless. Um, nothing nothing but respect for San Antonio, man. Uh you know my good friend Brett, he lives out in San Antonio now.
0: Oh, Brett does, really?
1: Yeah, Brett Brett lives out there.
0: Oh, that's great. Yeah, w- what a fitting end. The Warriors look so dominant. I do have to admit watching watching I really okay. So I really wanted the Cavs to go go 12 0 right? Like I, I it, it no just way.
1: I was so happy they lost. Screw that. Only no, I, one team gets the record.
0: No, see, now, I'm with you. I'm with you. I wanted them until it happened. Once it happened, I was like, yes. Again, going, going back to this conversation, this is real, Gold Cast Nation, Dub Nation. This is real. This rivalry between us and these guys, this is no fucking joke right now. And this is what sports is all about. This is what being a Barry fan is all about. This is our seventh appearance in a championship in seven years. This is easily... Easily the greatest era collectively. And if the 49ers can get it back together in this decade, it'll make me even happier. But don't let's not forget they dominated those first three years of, of the decade at the same time the Giants were coming up. But this is just such an exciting time to be a Bay Area sports fan. It's such an exciting time to be a Giants fan, to be a Warriors fan, to be a Niners fan. It is it is just incredible, man, and I'm so pumped that we're back here. I'm so pumped to go 12-0. Um, they're going to get. They're going to. They, you realize they don't play till June 1st. Oh my god. Yeah, it's June 1st. June 1st that's, is when these guys play. That's
1: assuming that the Cavs take the next two games.
0: No, no, no matter what. Like mathematically, oh. the the playoffs. Yeah, the mathematically, e- even if it was to go seven games, I they the the. NBA Finals starts on June 1st. Like, they have that all worked out. The schedule, like, all the seven games are worked out between now and then. But, yeah, it starts June 1st. They're not going to play till then. But, yeah, once, once, they, once the Cavs lost, not only that, though, I felt like we saw, we saw the recipe. You know, Kyrie was really exposed on defense, and they really took advantage of him. And, again, have, have you seen the level of defense that KD's playing right now? On top of, Clay, Clay's shot was really off today, but his defense was still super solid. And Draymond, we all know Draymond wants another crack at the so bad. has been shitty
1: almost the entire playoffs with the exception of maybe like two games. But at the same time, um, defensively, he's been just as consistent as he typically is offensively. And he shut down Patty Mills the entire time. I think this yep. game was the only game that Patty Mills managed to crack double digits with 14 points, but still... Um, uh, clay is an underrated defender he it, to me he's the number three defender in the league it goes leonard green and then probably clay would go next in my opinion i'm sure people can come up with some good you know arguments against that but uh if you just watch clay the way he shoots, everything about his style of play is very, very textbook. When he shoots, he squares he, his feet are shoulders width apart. He st- puts up and squares, squares his shoulders, and then kind of just shoots directly. It's very, very textbook style. Uh, same thing on his defensive stance. He he has a he plays a wide stance and he kind of shuffles his feet in rapid succession, and that's how he's able to stay with defenders, even players that are typically faster than him, like a Patty Mills. Um, It's because he has such good footwork that he's able to stay with anybody he's asked to to defend and always defends beautifully. He defends James Harden really well. He shut down Patty Mills. Um, I think in the, uh, he's just been, uh, he's been really, really, and he's understated in his mannerisms and how he approaches the game. He, de- he, ha- he is showing some signs of frustration because I know offensively he's not doing what he normally does and that's going to come. I think it's going to come in the next series. Um, if there's any time for him to kind of come out of the slump, it's definitely going to be in the next series because I know he doesn't want to win this whole thing, um, you know, slumping all throughout the entire run. I mean, it's the same guy who pretty much single-handedly kept us in game six against the Thunder last year. So we know he's capable and it's not something that he's uncomfortable with. It's just, uh, uh, just bad timing for him to go through a cold spurt. But, uh, but yeah, to cap it off, Clay is an amazing defender and I think he should get more credit for it.
0: Agreed. Uh, let me ask you, what do you, what do you think about the next series? What's going to happen? How many games? What? Do, let's, Raymond, let's call not on... not for
1: them to sweep Cavs, but I'm not sure if that'll happen.
0: No, but, but let's call on this, Ray. Let's take a second. It's been a while since Goldcast Cast Nation has had a chance, and maybe, maybe it's not going to happen in this episode. Maybe you're not going to hear them this episode, but I want you to call on the whispers, the whispers, the whispers. Call on the whispers, the whispers, the whispers. Now, for those of you who are new to the Goldcast Nation and are new to, to the Goldcast, Raymond has what we call the whispers, the whispers. And when he listens to the whispers, they tell us with stunning accuracy the predictions for future games that our teams are in. So Raymond, can you tap into the whispers?
1: Mm, well, I thought, the, um, I thought Spurs would go down in five, so I was off by one game. And I'm going to stick with that sentiment, and I'm going to say that the Warriors go 2-0 at home, and then they drop one in, in San Antonio, and then they finish off... You mean in Cleveland. In Cleveland, and then the, yeah, Cleveland drops out, San Antonio gets promoted by default into the finals. Um, no, but I think uh, Golden State's going to take the first two games at home, and then... They're going to drop one in Cleveland, and then they're going to finish up and wrap up in the Bay Area. So I'm going to say Warriors in five.
0: Warriors in five. Ooh, that's pretty good. That's pretty they good. Play, they
1: play too good a defense. The Cavs are probably the – got we got to remember. So even though the Cavs play – probably have the best offense of any of the teams that the Warriors have played throughout this postseason, the Warriors just – Systematically, offensively dismantled the number one defense in the NBA. So, going up against Cleveland, that is purely a one-trick pony. I just don't see, I don't really see Cleveland putting up much of a fight. Not at this point.
0: No, I don't think so either. I don't. I don't see them putting. I, in fact, it's I kind just, of
1: generous for me to even offer a, a five-game series.
0: Well, I think you can never count out LeBron James. And LeBron James, I believe, will will this team to at least one, maybe two victories. I don't think he'll get more than that. The problem is, is that defensively, they don't have an answer for the, the four-headed monster. They have an, you're going you, you're gonna, to you're gonna slow down one, maybe two. You're not going to slow down all four. You're not going to be able to slow down KD, Steph, Clay, and Draymond at the same time. You can't. You're not going to. It's not, it's not going to be possible. And with the level of confidence that the Warriors are playing at and the fact that they've already been here two years in a row, they've gone through it, they are ready for this. And they want the Cavs. And they they, 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 they want to so badly avenge that loss. And there's a couple revenge factors here that we got now. So you've got the KD getting revenge for the year he lost against LeBron and OKC. you got Mike Brown, their coach, trying to get revenge against Cleveland because now he's with the Warriors. You've got Steph Curry, Dre, and Clay trying to get revenge against the Cavs for losing in the finals last year. That's a lot of revenge, Ray. That's a lot of revenge. And revenge, revenge is a is a dish best served cold. So I I think that there's I definitely think that there's a lot of ample opportunity here. Now let's talk about something else. So last year was the year of the improbable comeback? You have, you have Warriors, Cavs come back from three-one deficit to win. Cubs come back from three-one deficit to win. Patriots, even though it was happened this year, it was still part of the last year's season. Patriots come back from largest deficit of all time to win. Um, Donald Trump loses the popular vote, gets the presidency. Uh, the Oscars, you have. Um, God, 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 God. What's it called? What's it called? Uh, La La Land. La La Land. Yeah. uh, Moonlight comes back from from losing the best picture to the juggernaut La La Land. So it was was the year of the improbable comeback. Now, this year, though, this year might be the year of revenge. You have Clemson avenging their loss to Alabama last year. And now you have this next opportunity— for the Warriors to avenge the loss from the year before. Now, all, all we need is for the Indians to come back and beat the Cubs in the World Series, and then, you know, you've, you've pretty much got it down. And if Atlanta takes uh, the Pats out, then we're good. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so, hopefully, this year is the year of the revenge win. Last year was the improbable comeback. This year, it's got to be all about the revenge win.
1: Um, It certainly looks that way. There's, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, I'm not surprised that, the Cleveland Cavaliers slipped up. I mean, I w- I didn't expect Celtics to win at this point minus you know, considering how they entered the how they started the playoffs and losing Isaiah Thomas early in in the early going. But um, I am happy they were at least able to pull out one. I'd be very shocked if they pulled out another. However, I just think that at this point this is you know, the Warriors are on a one-way wrecking train, and I don't really see Cleveland putting up much of a fight. And, you know, that guy you talked to in the bar, he's right. It, the defense isn't going to make a difference because only the Warriors are really going to be exhibiting the that that prowess of basketball that is needed in order to secure a
0: championship. I agree. I agree 100%. We have way too many defensive weapons. They do know how to, like, that's the thing. So they're going to, they'll, they'll slow us down, but they're not going to stop us. But we're going to be able to stop them. So what happens when we start t- I don't even think
1: they're going to slow them
0: down. What, so, well, and here's the thing. What happens when we start taking away their offensive weapons? What is their response when they can't stop our offensive weapons? What's What's the response? How, how do you win that game? If you can't stop the Warriors, but the Warriors are stopping you, how do you win? You don't.
1: You don't because the first team ha- plays great defense. Uh, Kevin Durant is having a career year in blocks. He's clearly stepped up his defensive game because that's part of the Warriors formula, and he knows that and clearly brought that to the table when that was you know, expected of him. So you have a defender in your big man, your forward, who can play center or or forward, you have Draymond Green, who can also play center, and who's clearly the, the defensive champion on that team, if not the NBA. You have Klay Thompson, who's the understated but highly consistent and textbook defender. Curry is, you know, doesn't necessarily light up the defensive stat sheets, but you know he's gonna. He always gets several steals in the game. You know, he's that's typically what comes with a point guard in the defensive. Realm, you know, they usually get a lot of steals. That's always been the case. Steve Nash did that uh, quite a bit. Uh, Allen Iverson led the league in steals when he was at the top of his game, and that's always the, that's always kind of what what you expect to get out of the, the best point guards defensively is they're going to get lots of steals, which Curry does, and you know Zaza Pachulia obviously the center who can obviously defend the rim who's good at rebounding everybody can defend and then you have the second unit that comes in that can do the exact same thing whether it's David West uh who can defend as center and you know he's ha- has a great mid-range shot from the elbow the elbow jumper that he does so well from the from the the uh, free throw line then you have uh, McGee, who's an amazing second unit defender, who's got the most athleticism out of all the centers on the entire team. Not only offensively can he does he have amazing length to drop it down with the alley oops they give him, but he's got terrific blocking ability, and he's been terrific the entire postseason. So I expect that to continue. And then you have Andre Iguodala, the you know the veteran former All Star who's been the defensive leader of the second unit for the last few years, ever since Kerr asked him to come off the bench because he thought he was better suited in that role versus in the starting lineup. Um, There's just, there's, you just don't get a break with this team. Uh, It's more so whether it's defensively or offensively because they're so deep in their, their starting four, or their, you know, the four all-stars that Kerr or I guess Mike Brown can really kind of mix and match the rotation so well. And he's just kind of feeding off of Steve Kerr. I mean, the, the, it's, he, he, you can hear the way he talks. He said, this is still Kerr's team. He's still, they talk several times a day when they're at practice and Kerr's obviously attending practices now, but.
0: Well, he's also, he's also, he was at, he's at the game. He was on the road with them. Yeah. He's on San the road, but he's
1: not, he's not like on the sideline. He's like watching. No, he's not suiting whatever, it. but, um, you know the the rotations that you can mix with all the players I just named. It's just you don't get a break, offensively nor defensively, and that's I think that's just going to be too much for Cleveland. Kyrie does not defend. I think Tristan Thompson's a good defender. He's great, uh, a terrific rebounder. He's got great length. He's very good at that. LeBron, I think, is going to LeBron. Although I wouldn't be surprised if he had a couple games where he had a performance like he did against the Celtics, because I think the Warriors is just they're they're too powerful now, even for him. He LeBron cannot beat four All Stars. Kevin Love, uh, Kevin Love has been playing great the, during this postseason, but I expect, but he's he's pretty easy to defend. He's not a guy that's going to overwhelm you very much. You just kind of have to take his perimeter shooting away. Um, he can he can rebound inside. So, but again. I think that our bigs are better than him uh, as a big. So I just I just don't – when I look at the matchups, there's just no way to do it. Kyrie doesn't play defense, so he's irrelevant. He's kind of a negligible factor. He's just going to score because that's what he does. He's a great finisher. He's a great shooter. Um, love, you can defend love. LeBron is kind of – I think he's going to do well overall, but I think he's going to have one if not two games where he just kind of doesn't perform well because there's just too much too much for him to overcome on the other
0: side of the court agreed i completely agree so let's move on that's super exciting we have to wait till june 1st we'll see what goes on with this cavs celtics but this is real man this rivalry is is bitter right now i love it i cannot wait for this rubber match this is what sports is made of so moving on cap in the rumor mill cap might move to the seahawks which is kind of weird i you know obviously our, our breakup we have a comp we have a complicated history with the guy and we're, we're always going to have a complicated history with cap unfortunately the the book is set in stone now here's the thing that I was thinking if he joins the Seahawks, Russell Wilson has to go down an injury he has to he has to go down cap has to become the, the starting quarterback and then he has to play the 49ers has to has to that has that'd to so-
1: that would be hilarious it would be hilarious
0: we'd have to beat him too and we'd we'd have we'd have to deliver we'd the- have
1: to beat him i don't I don't think it would be as big a personal game because most of the guys he played with last year are not on the team anymore, with the exception of Navarro Bowman and a few and Joe Staley and a few guys that he likes and get along gets along with but i just don't I don't see it being as personal because if this was the same staff then i would then I would definitely see that I think the only one he could probably think about sticking it to I I don't know I I actually I actually can't think of anybody that he would want to stick it to because Kyle Shanahan was his coach briefly Um, John Lynch was uh, you know he's a good guy he's not if it was if Trent Balky was still there I'd say yeah he needs to stick it to Balky you know and beat this team Uh, I'd be kind of happy but kind of not happy but I feel like it's it'd be bittersweet because it's like, all right, bittersweet for him because it's like, hey, I'm on a, t- I left the team that you know I was originally attached to, and I'm playing for my arch rival that I couldn't beat in the playoffs, nor the regular season for that matter. And now I got to play my old team, and you know, there's a chance that I lose because they have a crazy coach over there. We do you have a crazy coach now? Crazy good coach.
0: I think, I think, I think if he does actually join that team it's inevitable. I'm just telling you guys 49er faithful right now. If he joins that team, for sure Russell Wilson's going down at some point in the season. It's just the karmic it's 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 just karma. It's just it will. He'll go down and then he'll take over cap will take over the team and then he'll have to play the 49ers. That's just that's exactly what's going to happen. I'm I'm calling it right here on the Gold You heard it here first, Gold Nation. If he goes down, if if he joined, if cap joins the Seahawks, Russell Wilson will go down, and Colin Kaepernick will have to be the starting quarterback, and he will play against the 49ers. You can just put it in the bank. It's going to happen. That's my, my hot take. My hot, my hot take. My hot, my hot take.
1: Considering how um, I think Russell Wilson is f- not as reckless as RG3, but he's and not as reckless as Cam Newton. But I would say he's number three on that list. I would probably put RG3 at one, Cam Newton in a very strong second, and then I'd put Russell Wilson in three. And he's been getting more injured uh, these last few years um, since their Super Bowl loss. And I would not be surprised if Cap comes in for a quarter or a half a game or a whole game. Um, I'd be a little bit more surprised. if I mean, they have made an effort to improve the offensive line, but I'm not sure if it will be enough because they've been paying for that ever since they decided to invest their money into the secondary versus the offensive line which just seems stupid to me and counterintuitive but um i i i think i think your your whispers in this case are, i think are spot on i think at some point he's going to he's going to pick up uh, he's gonna get behind center
0: so weird it'll be so weird we'll see with the
1: way russell plays i think so. yep
0: we'll see so gold cast nation don't forget send us your thoughts on instagram youtube facebook whatever whatever platform you like to talk to us in send us your thoughts and tell us what you think do you think a is is lebron's cavaliers is this our greatest rival at the moment do you agree or you know like if, if lebron versus the dodgers who are you gonna root for who are you gonna root for I'll, I'll throw i always like to throw these little polls on youtube but let us know in the comments tell us what you think you guys are very good about being vocal suit us a message are the is the Cavs is this our current greatest rival right now and then secondly if cap joins the seahawks What's the over/under on him becoming the uh, the starter? How many games, and will he have to face the Niners? I think almost guaranteed. Tell us your thoughts in the comments below. Let us know what you think, and uh, we will talk. We'll, we'll we'll talk about this very soon again. Raymond, now before we leave, where can they find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter at raceolice or Instagram at raceolice one.
0: Boom, and you can find me at Rudy Solis 3RD. Rudy 3rd Sleese 3rd Don't forget to check out our Instagram page. We're really pushing that one. We're, uh, we've got a lot of good stuff up there. Check out our Instagram at thegoldcast.com. I mean, instagram.com at thegoldcast. All right. So concludes another edition of the Goldcast. We are the voice of the Bay. I'm your host, Rudy Solisa Third, and with me is my brother, my co-host.
1: Raymond Solis the first, baby. Bay Area.
0: Bay Area. Boom! We'll see you next time. Same Gold Cast time, same Gold Cast channel. Dubs!
1: This is. This is the Gold Cast.